Let's do this. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. This is the longest-running independent film, video, media, entertainment, comedy podcast on the planet. Seven years long, seven years strong. Mm. Continue our march through my Criterion collection. Mm. My name's Jim. His name's Clarkson. Barbaric. And we are the Film Thugs. Man, I like uh, timing out that shit. Right. I've always wanted this to be our theme song, but I felt like, oh no, we can't now. Like for the past year or so, fuck it. Fuck it. This is what we're doing. This is it. This is what I want. This is what we're getting. Hear me. So went to a hockey game. There's nothing quite like going to a game where two teams that are basically that are just like mathematically eliminated from the playoffs are finishing out their season. Mm -hmm. It's like. Okay, well, this doesn't matter. Drink up, everybody. But we're still going to go for it. And uh, I have an interesting question here. I want to see what you think. There was a guy who played for the Stars. He was one of the three stars of the game. Uh, His name is spelled D-E-N-I-S. Okay. I believe that should be pronounced Denis. Denis. Because you don't say penis. No, you don't. No, it's Denis. Denis. Denis the weenus. (laughs) I see no problem. Do you disagree? I know I do not. Then what y'all need to do, if anyone out there disagrees, email us at thefilmplugs <laughs> at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook, or you can Skype us at the, uh, the underscore film underscore thugs, or call us at 512-666-RANT to voice your displeasure with the Dennis-Dennis debate. Yeah. Uh, Disagree with us in a, in a rating review on iTunes. Exactly, After yes. After giving us five stars, of course. <laughs> I can wage your, uh, r- like, lodge your complaint there. Yeah. Also, I found out something. The one woman that I have ever called the C-word to her face. I found out as district attorney in Austin. Oh, that's good. I know how to pick them. Good. (laughs) I know how to pick them. Good choice. Don't I? But at the time, she was not. She was just an asshole. Right. That a lot of people agreed with. Yeah, she's kind of of that. She's kind (laughs) of what you said she was, Jim. Uh, So, saw the uh, the new Fast and Furious. It was so stupid. So it perfect. So you discovered the fate. Yeah, the fate of the Furious. It was so stupid, which is to say it is exactly 100% what I wanted. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It could have been stupider, and I've been happy. Well, yeah. you can't uh, can't hotshot this franchise right now. There's always got to be some place to go. The, I mean, the fact that the first car race in it through the streets of Cuba ends with a guy driving a burning car backwards across the finish line. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. this movie. <laughs> Sounds about right. Really, really good shit, man. Really good shit. Um, other than that, the new Star Wars trailer hit, and mm. I like it. Mm. I like it a lot. But uh, other than that, just been watching the MST3K uh, relaunch. Yeah. And it's made me so happy. Makes you happy? Yeah. Well, it's one of those, it, we were talking about this earlier, people who, who rose color it are like, well, <clears throat> it's missing some of the spark. <clears throat> Dude, I'd said to you, that show, even the best episodes were tough to get through because it's, two even hours. when it's funny, it's two hours of a bad Normally. movie yeah. interspersed with really cheesy public access skits. Yeah. And which is not an insult. That's fucking, that, that's what it was. There is one... In the history of MSC, MSC3K uh-huh. and, and my watching of it, yeah. there was one in-between scene skit. Uh-huh. One. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was it was a mid-film skit at that. Yeah. Yeah. That 
I liked, uh-huh. like would watch again. Right. Not something you endured mm-hmm. or anything in the pod people. All of those are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it stinks. All of that is fine. <laughs> but uh, they're all pretty bad. Oh, and yeah. I don't watch it for that shit. No. Uh-uh. If I had my druthers, I would have just fast forward through all of it and gone right. Right to the movie. Right. I, I did with Joel. I did with Mike. I'll mm-hmm. do it with Jonah. Yeah. And so, that's that's the thing is it's part of it, but that's also part of the show is the fact that I it mean, is. I mean, I get it. Yeah. But I never gave a shit. Oh, so yeah. if someone judging that show by that, uh-huh. oh my god, it's like, oh uh, well, actually, like yeah, those were always bad. bad. But it was the charm of the show right. because you realize, oh, they're filling, they're padding time out to hit their two hours of yeah whatever and do the writing. Yeah, there's there's going to be the occasional cheesy song. There's going to be yeah. you know all kinds of that shit. It's fine. That's fine, baby. Matter. That's fine. None I'm okay matters. with it. But honestly, the the first episode, you feel them working some shit out. And I was like, okay, so you know, maybe two or three episodes. No, second episode, it's like, okay, you you've you have figured it out. They found their legs. That's well good. played, gentlemen. Well played. Well, fuck all that. Because mm-hmm. Don Rickles died. Yeah. Oh. That was when I was sitting at lunch and just had this. Oh my God. Dude, and I, I had to message you immediately. I was like, yep. "Fuck!" The funniest man, yeah, that ever lived. Mm-hmm. The best there is, the best, best there was, the, the best, best there ever will, will be. be. Yep. Oh, it's disagree. Hard. You're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. You're incorrect. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, you don't have a real sense of humor. Sorry. And what, what Rickles the comic was a fucking comic. Exactly. And nowadays, like Riggles would not fare well. He wouldn't exist today. I mean, he'd be. No, he'd he'd hit a certain level. Like Jezelnet gets away with a bunch of shit, but Rickles was too hilarious. Face with everything, yeah. R- Rickles <laughs> too was real. too unapologetic and yeah. too real, and there never would have been a. I'm sorry that yeah. I offended members no. of no. this community. No, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> community. Oh, you're offended. Uh, I still God, think that that best. meme that I put out there. Announcing that you're offended is just another way of saying that I can't manage my own emotions and I expect you to do it for me. Yeah, that's a new phenomenon that mm. I don't understand. Well, I'm t- my old man staring at a VCR and someone says you can program it. Like, yeah. What? Oh, fuck you. Well, no, fuck I can. I was telling, well, we were talking about it at lunch the other day and I was like, when I was in high school and I told, I tell my students as we're studying satire with my seniors, like, if you had just said, that's very offensive to me, to anyone back when I was in high school, you just greenlit yourself. Oh, yeah. We were talking about it at the uh, at the, uh, at the the bar. Yeah. We did our good long day drinking. Mm-hmm. We're like, who, who, if anything, we tried to be offensive. Yeah, that was we the point of it. At yeah. all. No, I'm You know, not. If looking back now as an older yeah. person, seeing a 20-year-old, or not even a 20, 18-year-old yeah. do something, like, they're like, Pfft. Okay, yeah. kid, whatever. Saying shot like saying shit that you think is shocking right. to get attention. They'll, they'll get the squares. Yeah. Squares uh. don't care. Squares are so fucking tired yeah. from working all the time. Well it's they I don't care. Dennis Miller had the best the best comment ever after Miley Cyrus's What the fuck what the are fuck you fuck doing ever, for us? He's like, I'm not shocked, babe. I'm bored. Mm. It's fucking boring. There is nothing so exhaustively boring as a oh look at how offensive. If you're genuinely saying something that's like, oh, oh shit, that's so, oh my God, that's so bad. Don't believe me? Listen to the first episode. Listen to Monday's episode of The Life Masters, and you're going to get 
I've got something for that. Yeah. God, it's yes. going to be awesome. That's all I can say. I'm wow. promising you. You promise. But that's what annoys me is, first off, you got the folks who mistake shocking and shocking for funny and like, oh, offense for the sake of offense. Right. Yeah. Riggles never offended to offend. It was always a, oh, we do this out of love. We do this out of, you know, this is, you know, the, he did it out of a, yeah, yeah this, is, this is funny. We break each other's balls so that we can remind each other we're on the same side. Yeah, these are jokes, folks. Yeah, and that you can't do that. I actually read the entirety of uh, the Patton Oswald Twitter essay yeah. about humor. And I hope and I were talking about how uh, they... Even Tina Fey with Kimmy Schmidt, like, oh, there are things that are problematic. Mm. That word, shut up. Just shut the fuck Nothing's up. Nothing's problematic. It's either unfunny or it's not. Yeah, I mean, the, funny or it's not. They put try and put the whole thing with Jane Krakowski's character on that show being uh, being Native American as somehow being problematic. Like, oh. no, they're it. It was like when. Uh, Downey Jr. in uh, Tropic Thunder did the blackface, mm. and people are like that's unacceptable. It's it's horrible. It brings this up. Yeah, do you not get the point that they're making with this? Right. Do you not get the point that oh, it's shocking, offensive? Yeah, and it's pointing out the fact that Hollywood would rather cast a white man in blackface than give a black actor a role. Yeah. And if you're missing that, I don't know what to say to you because what the fuck. People are the worst. Mm-hmm. They really and, are. And Rickles, the fact that up through the end of his career, he could get away with it. Yes. Get away with it. And it was it was funny. It wasn't just somebody up there saying saying that genuinely stupid racist stuff. It was no. somebody who was actually who was fucking hilarious. Yeah. And and and, and taking it to the next level as a way uh, as And a, well into his golden years uh, as one of one of the sharpest wits to walk this planet. Uh-huh. To do all that shit on the fly. Oh, yeah. On the fly. Mm-hmm. And not spazzy out Robin uh, Robin Williams stuff. Yeah. He rest in peace. But yeah. you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. He did the same thing. His early shit was all improvised. And mm-hmm. it was amazing. Amazing mm-hmm. to see. Yeah. However. However, yeah. Wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah. Well, past the age of fucking nine or whatever yeah. I got. Yeah. Past. Don Rickles has been funny my entire life mm-hmm. and will continue to be. Yeah, Rickles Speaks is my, oh my it might be the best comedy album ever just because it's, it's a conceptual comedy album that yeah. actually works. God damn it, it's good. Yeah. I might end up like you. Woman with no talent. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's like, so good. Kirk Douglas, just go over for dinner. You're just putting hammerlocks on each other all night. <laughs> oh God, he really, he's... Uh, uh, and that's... Like you do have shit that like Jezelneck does that is brilliant and offensive, but it's shit that's offensive in the way that's sort of acceptable now, where he does dance past the line, mm. but it's not uh, not far enough that it really freaks. One of the best jokes that he has is uh, having a baby is a lot like playing the lottery, because more than anyone else, Latinos love it. It's like. Yes. Oh, that's it. That's about as far as they skate into it. Right now, and it, and I'm not saying that everybody has to be offensive. A lot of my favorite comedians are not at all. No, but I. Hate... Hedberg was never offensive. Oh yeah, and Hedberg. Oh, God. and he was brilliant. What about the Dufresnes? No one seems concerned. 
I went to a dry cleaner. I went. I walked by a dry cleaner at 3 a.m. They had a sign that says, sorry, we're closed. Don't be sorry. It's 3 a.m. You are a dry cleaner. It would be unreasonable for me to expect you to be open. I would not walk in at 8 a.m. and say, I walked by here at 3 a.m. and you were closed. Someone owes me an apology. Fuck, he's so good. But he wasn't offensive. It's more the fact that now, and this just goes into. He wasn't a fucking philosopher either. Yeah. And that is not the comedians that do that to themselves. It's their Mm -hmm. fans typically, but it seems to be sort of a craft worship of some particular comedians that are really good at what they do. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't, uh, for example, I don't think anyone would, uh, I don't think Louis Louis C.K. would say, well, I'm a philosopher. Yeah. No, he's just like, I got a job and I got to do it well. Uh huh. Where I, others may be like, whoa, yeah. you're not on that level. Uh, level of writing a new hour every fucking year? Yeah. No, I'm not on that good level. hour every fucking year. Yeah. Not even 90 minutes. Yeah. Yes. Well, and like the no. issue that I take, I, you and I discussed, I thought Hicks was plenty funny. But so did I. people lose their minds. Like, yeah, Hicks also had a lot of very meh, yeah, forgettable did. shit. Okay. Then he had some great stuff. He had some great stuff, but everyone needs to sort of dial it down with him. And that's what I liked that, like, even Rogan calls out on Kennison. He was like, Kennison's first album was so fucking great. But he really just had that one album in him. Because after that, he just did, like... Well, after that, he was his own worst enemy. Yeah, exactly. It's like he just didn't have whatever to make that continue. And that is a difficult one for, you know, a lot of comics to get past, but... Rickles sort of had his thing. He 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 worked his lane perfectly. Yes, um, and that's what's so hard about it is because it is one of the few. Chris Rock put it perfectly with comedy. You know, like if you're a musician, you could play the same song for fifty years. Nobody wants to hear the same joke. No, they want something new. And yep. even Burr has said when his special comes out, I, I can't do that act anymore. Yeah, because people in the audience are like, yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, especially now. Yeah, you launch it. You you've got to be. You've got to have your next thing good to fucking go. I don't watch a lot of stand up anymore, but mm-hmm. I have a lot of respect for it. It's, yeah. it's some of the fans of it that they, they, they their own yeah, way. The fa- yeah. <laughs> well, and it's because you got people calling folks out about bullshit. Where you have you know like, you know, as Burr said, I forget who it was. He was talking like you know, a comedian sitting there having to defend their jokes to somebody <laughs> who's never stood in front of a mic, like. No matter what, it is all, if it's, nothing is offensive if it's funny. If it works, it's not offensive. It's not a problem if it works. The problem is when someone goes for it and misses the funny, yeah. and then it's like, oh, so that's just a shitty offensive joke. It's not Don Rickles making some Asian joke to an Asian guy in the front row. It's, mm-hmm. it's Michael Richards screaming out, yeah. you know, nigger in the top of yeah. his lungs or whatever. Yeah, hanging upside down from his words. fork in your ass. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, that Michael Richards one was <laughs> like that's whoa, bad. If you're whoa, wondering whoa. what doesn't land, that, that that did not land. That I'm did saying, not land. That's drive. Oh, that's that, drive. That, you that people don't. You people like the the Daniel Tosh one pissed me off the most. We're like, oh, he's purport, supporting rape. Oh, culture. that was ridiculous. No, he's not because someone in the audience was being an asshole. Tosh handled it, and then some asshole. Had to get me, had to make it about her. It's never funny. Yeah, I just made that fucking point. It was like when I saw David Cross and uh, he was he was going off on George Bush. It was like right right about the time Bush, you know, like God, it was two thousand one 
right. early on. And, you know, he's in Texas. And he made his like, I will give George Bush credit for one thing. There's one, and all of these people in the eyes, no. <laughs> drunk woman was like, no, no, nothing. He was like, okay, yeah, it, I'll give him credit for it. No, no. It's like, shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. And it is that shit where... It's not about you. You are going to see a person perform. Yeah. And you you don't get to do any, you know, sorry, you either, it's either funny to you or it's not, but you don't get to sit there and condemn it across the board. The, the fact that colleges used to be, you know, you have to be edgy. You have, now it's... You can, well, you you can condemn it all this. day long, but yeah. your opinion is not the arbiter of whether or not yeah. it should be seen. And what pisses me off is the, uh, the term hate speech because, oh and my here's God. my reasoning why. First off, hate speech is not a legal term. No. There is no objective, evenly applicable usage of the term hate speech. People will use it to say, well, this counts because I don't like it. When Alec Baldwin was on, I think it might have been Letterman talking about Republicans and that you should drag them out and shoot them in front of their families. That is, is that, is that hate speech? When a woman, violence, yeah, isn't it? When a woman I work with said, yeah, once all these old fuckers die, then we can get some change. Like, yeah, Ugh. that, by the definition that a lot of people like to use, that is hate speech. And unless you are fully willing to have that standard applied to you, then you need to be very careful about how you apply it to others. I have a question mm-hmm. for... Earnest progressives. What are we progressing to? Yes. What 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 is the goal? I also yeah. have the same question for the uh, the fucking church golem of weird ideas uh, that make up whatever a conservative. Yeah. What what are you attempting to mean. conserve? What are you conserving and what do you think used to be? Yeah. Do you think there was a golden era where everything was better or more moral or more yeah. true? Yeah. Or as a progressive, do you believe we're going to a someplace where something as infantile as the end of war and racism yeah. will exist? Because none of, both of those it? things are, are equally fake. Yeah. Won't exist, mm-hmm. never existed. Mm-hmm. If you mean something more along the lines of cultural hegemony where everyone more agreed with the morals and mores of uh, a given culture that happened that mm-hmm. used to be but it wasn't some golden fucking era either no it was not because remember yeah we europeans and europe people of european descent killed the fuck out of each other yeah. before we found anybody else to kill yeah, those uh those utopias were great if you fell in line a lot of white people in dickensian england yeah but everything wasn't all five by five with them exactly either. yeah so yeah and i don't know i don't know i don't know what yeah. you were trying to get to mm-hmm. because that moral fantasy land a high moral fantasy land of quote unquote conservatism doesn't exist well, nor does this fucking utopia where everyone gets along it was like when I read that exists. thing from the wall of that barbecue joint where it's like if you lived in this America where you didn't lock your doors you said sir or ma'am you, did, know, you didn't have know, to be ashamed to stand for the flag all I have to say is to quote John Oliver congratulations on your white penis Yeah, because job. if you lived in that time that's the only way you were okay with it yeah 
because, yes, you like it when a woman knew her place and that place was in the home with her mouth shut? Do you like it when the darkies knew their place and that was far away unless they were cleaning something for you? Are you rhetorical or are you asking me an honest <laughs> question? <laughs> yes. That's, that's what all of that shit. Do you miss the time when you could just Jerry Lewis and eight well, you could just start Mickey Rooney an Asian impression and I, nobody cares. I go on record right now and yeah. saying yes. That was the best time. Ever. That was the best time ever, <laughs> Mrs. Go Rightry. I must protest <laughs> through my giant buck yeah. teeth, Mister Yunoshi. Good, the most <laughs> god. That's what, yeah. I think we should. Uh, yeah, when people are like yeah, the golden age. Like, let's look at that. Okay, do you remember how sad that made Bruce Lee in that movie about him? Because <laughs> it made Bruce Lee very sad. Oh. Why do you want Bruce Lee to be Why sad? do you want Bruce Lee so sad? She <laughs> should be a meme of Bruce Lee crying somewhere. Why do you want this? Why do you want this? Oh, it's funny? Yeah. Well, yeah. Got me there. Yeah, it's one of those. And if it is funny, no, okay. It is funny. Yeah. That's the thing. It is funny. And you don't have to. Yeah. We don't have to erase that from existence. Yeah. It's like tearing down so many Confederate soldier statues. Yeah. It, oh, well, that's. Yeah. Blink, it's gone. It's yeah. over now. We don't yeah. have to think about it you anymore. You have to look at it as what it was and say, okay, this is why. And this is what, why a lot of people thought it wasn't so cool. <laughs> but the, the, in the, it, what What's it comes next? out in the Sweeping end. Sweeping the Holodomor under the rug. <laughs> oh, is it funny or not? Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's all that matters. Because the minute it's not funny, it's like, oh, yeah, there's nothing clever happening here. No. It's nothing clever at all. Now, just, I, just a question. By that, I, do, I don't mean a Clayton Williams monologue is necessarily oh, a good Clayton. thing, because Jesus Christ. God. That's one that only a handful of Texans will remember. Um, when you mentioned David Cross and the uh-huh. uh, whole Bush thing back in the back in the day, uh-huh. are Trump jokes and stand-up routines going to become the next, like, will there be some critical mass that reaches, like, comic book movies? Honestly, I feel like they are like, any Trump joke that a stand-up comedian make has already reached the. Uh, well, you know that Scooby Doo is all about marijuana levels of <laughs> fucking right. hackery. Hey, I wonder what it would be like if Ace Ventura was stuck on the Ventura Highway right. in traffic. I think it would go a little something like this. That's the level of hacky bullshit that that's right. turned into. Just curious. Not that there isn't shit to be made fun of, because with every president oh, there is. No, of course not. We might have forgotten that over the past eight years, <laughs> but there is everything in every presidency. There is shit, all yes, of them. always. The fact now, of, of I, course. Yeah, I just have a feeling that it all feels like, okay, wow. Wow, we're hitting <laughs> that same fucking note over and over again. There's no way to play a cowbell different. No. You can hit it faster. You can hit it slower. But it's always going to sound the fucking same. That's true. Come up with something interesting, for Christ's sake. I was just curious. Because as funny as it may be, Uh and as uh, entertaining as any comic book movie may be, Yeah. holy God, I'm feeling it, man. Oh, so am I. Even ones that I supposedly like. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I am not empathetic in my workaday life or my personal life or whatever. But... um, that picture mm-hmm. so distracting. It really um, is. <laughs> that one is too. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Um, that. Ah. Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> I. I forgot everything. Yeah. Well, no, I am having a hard time getting excited about anything. Well, it's one of those things where they're like, I am Justice League trailer. Like, eh, mm. look at that. I am somewhat. Like, eh. 
I, I like the director. Yeah. So I think that because let's face it, the last two movies were fucking yeah. disasters. So there's like fuck it, let's just have a good time. Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy are the only two that I'm looking forward to because they're the only ones that feel like they have the promise of being different. Well, Guardians was already different because they knew with the property that they had. That, yeah. Well, yeah. We have to just jump to fun now. Yes. We yeah. can't even wink at. No. Nope. Well, I mean, this might be a serious situation. No, 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 no. Just you jump to fun right out of the just fun shoot. and stay fun. Well, and that's the thing is that those two Thor, I think, has an incredible amount of promise. The simple fact that they finally used the goddamn immigrant song in a preview for it, I was like, okay, oh, somebody yes, found certainly. the right note. And he's gonna, like, that should have happened. That should have been the promo for Thor one. Yeah, have you seen uh, Wilder People? No, not yet. I think you'll dig it. But, but I've watched uh, what we do in what we do in the shadows. Oh my god, I've seen it like eight times. Oh, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. The fact that with those two, uh, there's a promise of something different. Well, they have to. Yeah, because I don't know what's going to happen. The trailer was very in the yeah. Hey, look at us. We have jokes. Yeah, Marvel standard. Uh, uh-huh. That's fine. It puts asses in seats. Yeah. They're doing something right. I'm not yes. criticizing oh, absolutely, that. Absolutely, yeah. May not get my ass in the seat, uh-huh. but big deal. Yeah. However, the if they getting my ass in the seat, but if they're yeah. just going to go for the f- just full on nuts, yeah, because they can't, you know, no one was going to fund a World War Hulk movie, yeah, by itself. So that's how they got this in. Mm-hmm. Fine, go yeah. for it. Just go for it. Yeah, that's all I'm asking for. And that's the thing. So many of them, like uh, Justice League, I, I already don't care. Oh yeah. yeah. Already don't care. I'll so, see it because yeah. I like those characters more. Yeah, but I, I yeah. it's, but yeah, it, it's become too much. Like I, I'm now down to where seriously, like Thor, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Star Wars are probably the only movies I'll see in the theater yeah. this year. And I, it may just be the trailer that they're kind of punching up with their own branded jokes because someone bitched enough that uh, Batman vs Superman was too dour and too frowny faced. Yeah, the. The reason I may plant a flag and defend it, it was because it was so different yeah. than the wink joke, joke, yeah. joke, yeah. joke, aren't we cool, joke, joke, joke. The problem with the DC shit is that they are leaning in the wrong direction for the wrong reasons all the time. Dark Knight, Batman Begins, Dark Knight Rises mm-hmm. were not popular because they were dark. They were no, no, no. dark because they were what they needed to be. But they, that, that leaning in that direction because they think, <clears throat> well, this is what people want. No. I don't even mean dark necessarily. I mean, it, oh, because yeah. it was so different. So different. I, yeah. I, 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 all the situations that all these characters were in, I never saw before. Yeah, that's true. Ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good. I never Again, I didn't see the situations in, in Superman Returns I never saw before either, but yeah. not interesting. Right. Um, these were all very... Very interesting mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the dialogue wasn't that interesting, but the situations were interesting. Yeah, yeah. So maybe if my point is, don't listen, boys, yeah. about having to go too far to yeah. let's having a good time. Yeah, just because fuck it, you've already made your bed. Yeah, just you know? make something good. Just that's make it all good. People want is yeah. something that's enjoyable, right? Because there's like again, it's making a good movie is so fucking hard. And no question. I can't even imagine the world that they're in with the Marvel DC shit because there are a million additional constraints thrown on all of it to make it even harder. And even harder for the DC Warner people because you've got Warner people up your ass. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, all the way. Yeah. They're fully in. Mm-hmm. Marvel was smart because they were like, here's, here's who's doing this. 
Right. You're in charge. And that's it's it. It's on, yeah. on you. So. Now, yeah, but DC feels also like they're trying to rush over all of the groundwork that, like, yeah, like you don't Marvel, need to. Yeah, Marvel laid the groundwork so that when it finally came together, it was like, okay, Mar- cool. Yeah. Marvel yeah. laid the groundwork, and now that we can stand back and see what kind of world they built, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, huh? Okay. Well, well, it is a world. Yeah. Don't know if everyone should rush to build the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Um, I've always believed that any comic book movie with established characters like Wonder Woman or Batman or Superman, you enter the world as if they've existed for years. Exactly, yeah. You can enter it just fine. There's no reason to do anything else. Mm -hmm. And going forward, now that everyone's got their little fucking origins out of the way. Exactly, yeah. We just move on. The only origin shit that I'm I'm like, yeah, do that, is when it's a character that isn't that well known. I agree. Yeah. You, you yeah. Uh, For example, you couldn't have done Deadpool exactly, without an yeah. origin. That's what I was thinking. There, and you yeah. couldn't have done Deadpool with a straight origin story because yeah. that would have been boring. Yes. So they did it the way they did it. Yeah. And But, like, seriously, do we ever, ever need to see Thomas and Martha Wayne getting fucking no, shot I don't. again? Do we I really don't. ever need to see Jor-El? No. No. We're good. We don't need it anymore, yet they really fucking love giving it to us they do they do because you know why why because telling a new story is hard it really is yeah it's hard it's a to lots do of, lots of the work going into that lots that's of why the work. it was interesting with batman because yeah. he's been here yep. for 15 20 years uh-huh. established doing what he's doing yeah. great yep great yeah mm-hmm. we shot mom and dad in the opening credits but yeah. okay great. But the, yeah you brushed over it in the opening credits remember remember they died yeah. Anyone who doesn't know who this character is? Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. what's so weird about it is cuz yeah, who is that for? I, I don't know. Yeah. But hey. Yeah. You wanted yeah. to do it. There it is. You got it. You uh, got we know why cuz we had to remind everybody that their, their mothers had the same name. And what's weird? Had you ever noticed that before? I never paid any attention yeah. to it. Never However, me. were I Batman and Superman says we're trying to kill Martha, I wouldn't do an Affleck head fake. Oh, what what what? Anything. That's yeah. what really sticks to my craw. Yeah. Zach, he just did like a chasing Amy look. Yeah. No, no, yeah. not now, not mm-hmm. now, not now. Yes. Anyway, uh, I don't know how we got on this. Why? Why would? Well, you welcome remember? to the show. It is welcome free. To the show. Yes, it is. It is. We are so. discussing the uh, somebody took bottle rocket and Royal Tannenbaum's and Rushmore, mixed them into a big pot, and then just left it on high heat for about two days. Yeah, we this ended was up. A- with the most concentrated, distilled essence of Anderson imaginable. It's true. Which is Moonrise Kingdom. Yes. However, note we are not saying this is bad. Oh, no. No. This was a good fucking movie. Yes. It's a good movie. Charming, cute, not obnoxious. Dis- Hour and a half. Yeah. 90 minutes. Pff, tight 90 minutes. Yeah. The char- everything that happened made sense because of the way the characters were established. Oh, of course. So great. Honestly, that my my two favorite moments in this movie. One I told you about when he hands the girl the flowers, and she has the moment of character vanishing, and just a little girl saying, "Thank you, thank you, so nice." But then when they're on the radio, that and he stabbed the boy, and Edward Norton, that was the girl, <laughs> and they both said at the same time. And Edward Norton seemed like his wasn't scripted; it was just genuine character frustration. That was the girl. That was the girl who did that. It was fucking great. 
So it's and it's such an odd story. Weird boy and a weird girl meet, have a pen pal relationship, and then they decide to run off together. Decide to run off together on a little island, and the island and uh, people responsible for them spend the rest of the time trying to find them. Yeah, and that's it. And they spend most of the time trying to avoid them. Yeah, we've been we we've been uh, I forget what the guy's name. We've been big jerks. When we've been mean jerks. We've been mean jerks. When he hits it, we've been rather shabby to him. Yeah. Aw. Just the, <laughs> the moments that the deadpan from the kids, the the lateral camera moves. Oh, the yeah. Kid, oh, God. What did you say? Brought to you by? Brought to you by Matthews <laughs> Incorporated, yes. the makers of the finest jolly track <laughs> jolly on the planet. Oh, so much of this is miles. Just... That island is covered in more fucking track than yeah. the goddamn United States. It's like the uh, the movie's book ended with the shots of the house, lateral uh-huh. shots of the house of room to room to room, mm-hmm. and uh, it's very much like shooting a dollhouse. Yeah, yes. And I wrote down while watching it, the attention to detail reminds me of a child painting D and D miniatures. Yes, yes. But then he goes from the miniature and paints the square, the hex board yeah. beneath it uh-huh. then starts to paint the walls then starts to paint his entire room ceiling floor uh-huh. as Greyhawk yeah. or whatever like, what it, it is fu- so yeah. fucking detailed yeah the the fucking symmetry this is the anti Cassavetti's symmetry oh yeah of, this is this is the light no side bag of, it. of mother's cookies on a bed no no, just, no 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 this is like, this is this pure order oh yeah this is pure frames within frames within frames you shoot a room where there's a larger frame <laughs> and then it's framed within that and the characters are framed in windows it's, like it's super ordered everything oh, yeah. is just so this uh, is this is the anti Cassavetti's oh yeah this closes the gate yes that lets the really old did. ones in and the Cassavetes is uh, and I could bringing ju- forth. I could just imagine Wes Anderson walking on sitting me like, could you move that a little over there? You know, a little, all right. I, I, I I'll argue that-, that Wes Anderson has a room in his house yeah. that has Cassavetes playing on a loop and he goes in sometimes, drunk. Uh-huh. Yeah. Know, bottle, half uh, empty bottle of liquor hits the floor as he enters the room. Yeah. Back again. And he's trying with his mind to move that lamp. <laughs> like, why is it there? Yeah. Bag of cookies. Yeah, you know, they set a chessboard. Why? And he just throws the bottle against the wall. Like they set a chessboard. It was like, no, the pawn needs to be on uh, <laughs> King Three. Okay, now it's right. trust me, it'll make sense. Then you <laughs> right. look at, but I don't see him as being like a, a some weird Crispin Glover on Letterman type weirdo. I just no, see no, him no, being, no, no. walking in, being like, okay, well, no, I've got some etchings of this and. Uh, Wood etchings. Yes, I've got. I, I I did a wood carve that I pressed these out. Everyone has. Does everyone have a copy of the wood pressing I made? <laughs> you you? Yes. got one. Okay, cool. Um, so we just need to make sure we got all this like that. We're good. Uh, let me see the uniform. Okay, that the 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 pin. Yeah, turn it three degrees towards his chin. Okay, now it's, trust me, it it's wouldn't not, work if it wasn't. It's that not leg. driven by a mania. No, uh-uh. or or desire to. Um, um, end the world. End the world like John Cassavetes yeah. is trying to do. Uh, still trying, by the way. Oh, yeah. Even though he's gone. Oh, yeah. Oh, be- believe you me. Yeah. His work still is with us. Mm-hmm. Um, Wes seems like he's just, as the kid painting his D&D miniatures, having a really, really excellent time. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, with yes. every little bit. It's like this What's this scene thing? for? Well, I need this set because the island police and the ranger are going to call his foster parents. Mm-hmm. So I need this set for the foster parents' home, interior. Uh-huh. Well, okay, how long is it going to be in the movie? About two minutes. Yeah, 
but I need all yellow to match the yellow he's yeah. wearing, the yellow yeah. I fan. brought some color squatches. Uh, here's where you can get the lamp. And I built it last night. Yeah, it's, I've got a rough A little bit like here. that uh, uh, cute chick from Real Genius. It says, you know, I, I, I made you a sweater. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. That, that, that yeah, energy. That sort of no, I was just up last night. Was up last so night. I made I did this. this. Mm-hmm. Here you go. What do you think? Pretty good, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's because. Very, very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Also, I wrote this. The uh, Berlin Philharmonic playing Wagner's Percival in an industrial white bread factory <laughs> is less Caucasian yeah. than the things happening in Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, God, yes. And everyone in it. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, first off, it's 1965 in... Uh, an island in the Northeast. An island in the Northeast, yeah. But... Yeah. It is going to be... <laughs> but not oh. just that. Oh, yeah. This could be on a different planet. Oh, God, yes. This could be on Aldebaran. Uh-huh. And it's still... Mm. Everything in this is Uberweiss. <laughs> yes, it is. Like, Good Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so perfectly executed. We want them uh, to have the nickels. We're concerned about their future. That's my fee. That's my fee. Fine, fine. <laughs> Bill Murray... Gonna go find a tree and cut it down, and then he doesn't. And he does. Does it halfway? Yeah. Oh, when when they open the tent and he's standing there and he sprints towards it and just throws the picks the tent up off of it, throws it. Oh, nobody, so and I mean nobody, mm-hmm. can play someone feeling sorry for themselves and who can't finish cutting down a tree. Like Bill Murray. Like Bill Murray. I just like that he goes out with an axe, shirtless. With an axe and a bottle of wine. Right. Be out back and find a tree to cut down. How you feeling? Um, how long will you be with us, Mr. Bloom? Indefinitely. I'm being sued for divorce. divorce. That kind of character? Yeah. Indefinitely. <laughs> but, he can do it for the rest of his days. Yeah. Yep. And no one can touch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, loss in translation? Yeah. Not as broke dick necessarily right but he's on the low end oh god yes uh-huh same yeah same perfect yeah. broken Perf- flowers mm-hmm. same yeah saint vincent same same perfect yes so if anyone needs to cast that character <laughs> and you don't cast bill murray yeah fuck you yeah you, because you, you are fucking up yeah you've done poorly you've done poorly for yourself and for mankind poorly. yeah he it really genuinely is just it's a specialty that he's worked his way into uh there is no reason to believe Anything different, yeah, than what's happening right now. I believe that. Yeah. In fact, I believe the movie. W- he didn't know a film was being shot. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna cut oh. down a tree. Okay. Can we go get no. Bill Murray in real life? Cuts that fucking tree down in one shot. Oh yeah, yeah. with one arm. Uh huh. While drinking a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. Swings. But movie <laughs> Bill Murray. Wow. Oh yeah. Wow! 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 Well, and like you know the little things like throwing Schwartzman in. Okay. Yeah, it's great. You want a snake bite kit? You want? You can't. You need money. <laughs> Uh, Get some money. Another? Yes. All right. Oh. And now we'll play this. Cantor, cantor, a real total pecho, echar el segrito, que lindo es el disco. Yeah, this, though, was, uh, it's weird. I think focusing on kids oddly makes Wes Anderson stuff make more sense. Oh, yeah. Because there is this sort of childlike view of the world in a lot of what he does with the yeah. the person. Because think about it, like the uh, as you said, the odd expressionism that he's playing with. 
that's how kids sort of see the world. That's oh, how yeah, yeah. my memory of San Antonio from when I was a kid was totally expressionistic. That whole odyssey of them going eh, roughly three miles in the woods. Yeah. And the detail that they, and the preparation that went into every little thing they did and how they did it. Mm-hmm. Remind you inviting a friend over and you know you're going to walk through the woods around yeah. your house. Like, hey, better wear tall boots. Uh-huh. Maybe snakes. Oh, hey, do you have a knife? Yeah. It's only like 10-year-old boys would talk to each other. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're going to prepare because you don't know what's out there. Because you don't know what's yeah. out there. Oh, yeah. You're 10. We're going to sleep in a tent in the backyard. Don't worry. I've got my Swiss Army knife. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got plenty I'm, of batteries for this flashlight. I brought some books because, uh, you know, might need them. Then you go, you're sitting there, and you're like... I think we're just going to go sleep inside. This is kind of awful. Yeah, it's the seriousness of it all. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very charming. It's be- Yeah, that is that. It's that level of seriousness. In, yeah. in all of his movies, if you look at it, that level of just dire seriousness that only yeah, little yeah. kids have. That, like, yeah, yeah. They're like, this is serious. Yeah. This is, no, this is for real. No, we're going yeah. to camp out. Deal. We could be attacked. It's a big deal because it's a big deal because I'm doing a big thing. Yeah. Uh, we we need things for protection because we are sleeping in a tent in a suburban backyard in Leon Valley, Texas. Right. So we need to be we need to have provisions. We need to have provisions. <laughs> do we do we have provisions? We do. Okay. I, good. I need something to uh, survive the night in one of my three yards. Yeah. In my rambling ranch style. <laughs> in the middle of a period. Yeah. God, it's such an odd thing. But tent here for my privilege alone. Yes. Oh, pretty much. The the, the second story of this tent is just <laughs> Dunham-esque privilege. Um, anyway, it's it's very charming, it's, and no one else can do it like him. Yeah, no one really can. I'm glad no one really tries because you it, better it not just because work um, well. that's, uh-huh. that's occupied. Yeah, it really is. He owns that place. <laughs> yes. Uh, and childhood whimsy owned by yeah. Wes Anderson. Your childhood brought to you by <laughs> Wes Anderson. Pretty much. Well, got like, what's weird is they don't give too much away in the terms of uh, characterization, but you get it from all of them. Like Bruce Willis, they don't go out of their way to establish much about him. No, they handed some, uh, you know, deeper gulfs, you know, with his character. Yeah. With a couple of scenes and the fact that he may or may not be having some sort of emotional affair. Right. Uh, a la Sal Gouvernelli's wife <laughs> with um, with Bill Murray's wife. But they don't really go into anything. They don't no, go they into don't. that relationship necessarily. No, not not just, at all. Just on the periphery. Uh-huh. Um, they go into a little bit when he's talking to um, whatever the kid's name is. Yeah. Uh, and Bruce Willis, I mean. Bruce yeah. Willis' character. Pronouns, pal. Yeah. Um, did, have, did you ever love anybody? Yeah, I did once. She didn't love me back. Mm. And that's real. Here's the thing we brought up: so many good moments, uh-huh. real moments. Yes, <clears throat> in a sea of uh, meticulously painted whimsy. Yes, you know nothing is real. It's uh-huh. hyper real world yeah. that he is painstakingly painted that like miniatures. Right. However, uh-huh. if that were only that, yes, it would lose not only its charm but it would lose the audience. Yeah. <clears throat> Every meal they eat is a sausage and some sort of bread. <laughs> some sort of and, bread. But then. Split it. Hold <laughs> right. on. Yeah. Pours the milk into the ashtray right. so that he could pour some beer into a glass to split with him. Like, right. Okay, that's cool. And those little things, the scene with uh, the girl and her mother after they find her the fir- after yeah. they find her on the beach. Uh huh. 
it's great. It is. It really is. And I mean, obviously, with the power of Francis, mm-hmm. it's going to come off well. Oh, yeah. However, the young lady playing whatever her name is, yeah, uh, Susie, yeah, is fucking fantastic. Oh yeah. Well, when the kid wa- finds him in their cousin, what kind of bird are you? I'm a bluebird. She's a no. No. What kind of bird are you? you. I'm a raven. That was perfect. <laughs> and like that in that moment, that kid is cooler than I'll ever be. Oh yeah. And I ever dreamt of being no, at I, any I, point I, in my existence. I, I wasn't that cool that day. I was never that cool. Yeah, it's a less dicky version of um Bill Murray in Kingpin. Hey, how you doing? Not you, her. It's, it's a less shitty version right. of that. Right. But the kid plays it off so effortlessly. Yeah. And so charmingly that you're like, yeah, yeah. There are just it seems like all these whimsy setups for those moments. Right. And if those moments didn't pay off the way they did, uh-huh. uh, this movie wouldn't work at all. No, it would not. It it would because not. Because none of the way it lands at the end would mean anything. No, no. Um, so, th- man, that's the difference between somebody just putting antique tuba parts together. Yeah. To be weird for the sake of weird or whimsical for the sake of whimsy. Yeah. And what Wes does yeah. with his writing. And Wes putting two parts Wes together. Wes and uh, like, Coppola. Roman Coppola wrote yeah. this. Yeah. That's Wes saying. No, it's a better design for a bike. What? Uh, actually, yeah, that is a pretty good fucking... God, yeah, that's a really good design for a bike. Right. And it has to be two parts. Well, yeah, they're the only ones that, that have that right metallic shine on them, and they fit together just right. If, if I use something else, it just... Yeah, the integrity wouldn't be the same. And I don't I don't like the word tuba. I've yeah. always, always preferred sousaphone. Sousaphone. Yeah. You know? It seems more melodious. Say it together. Sousaphone. Sousaphone man so yeah it, it just and what's so funny is like the even the choice of music where instead of it just being a piece of music it is the distru- the, the the kind of uh what's it called the the deconstruction mm-hmm. yes. of music where it's like it begins with this then yeah. goes to, and, and you actually have yeah. a person talking through the different stages of the right. symphony and it sort of fits with the movie like Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I especially beginning with all the exposition yeah. and setting up things. Yeah. That's really inspired. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, that, that exposition. And it, and it was, feels like someone who, <clears throat> after watching um, Life Aquatic, yeah. where things yeah. kind of rambled off, uh-huh. that someone gave him notes. Uh-huh. It may very well have been himself. Right. And he went, okay. Let's tighten this up. I will make it three-hour movie uh-huh. and then I'm going to cut it in half. Yes. And concentrate everything on, on a hard boil. Yeah. Yeah. Make it happen. Well, it's like you took it, it's like you listened to his own notes. It, it really is. Because all the things that are, if someone were to say, I'm from the planet Jib Jab, show me what Wes Anderson means. Yeah. I would not give them Rushmore. I would not give them Royalton and Bombs. Yeah. Even though those are better movies. Yes. I would give them this. Yeah. Because it is the perfect calling card of what this guy does. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. And I think that a lot of what it is with Wes, I think his writing partner dictates a lot of it. Maybe. Because if you look at it, Life Aquatic was written by him and Noah Baumbach. Mm. Uh, his mm. best movies, I genuinely think, are the ones that were done by him and... Uh, Owen. Him and Owen. And then you get into... Uh, 
you know, uh, what's it called? Darjeeling Limited. It was him, Roman Coppola, and Jason Schwartzman. Oh, yeah. And then this one nails it. Like, Fantastic Mr. Fox, he, he even though it was based off Roald Dahl, I mean, what's weird about that was he was still working with Noah Baumbach on that, mm-hmm. but they were able to pull it in so nicely. And I haven't seen all of Grand Budapest, uh, and I'm not sure. Let's see here. Actually, I haven't seen, holy, one, I haven't seen one bloody second of holy it. Holy shit, the... Grand Budapest is entirely by Wes, as a hundred percent Wes Anderson, uh, and so that'll be that'll be interesting. And his next movie looks like it is uh, the Isle of Dogs is just him, but he's one of those that I really think, depending on who he writes with, can give you a good indication of what of how good it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, if you look at it, the best stuff he wrote with Owen was this the second and third movie they did together. Yeah. Even though I do like Bottle Rocket as that second and third. He works with Noah Baumbach. His first movie was okay. Second one, no. Third one, yeah. great. I mean, there's some that you're always working it out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but that's what it feels like. This is just like a concentrated version of everything he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this I mean, this was his second movie with Roman. Well, and they uh, good job. fucking crushed it. Yeah. And it's one of those where at the end, I mean, this is one of those movies that the first time I saw it, I remember at the end being like, God, I, I really like that movie. Like, holy shit. Yeah, I was stuck okay the landing yeah, perfectly. nailed it. It was just well done. And that's what's so hard with a movie like this, where you get that much kind of quirkiness, that much stylized stuff going. Getting nope. it to end without it just feeling like you slammed on the brakes <clears> and, okay, we're over. Yeah, now it dances up. It, the water mm-hmm. laps up to the top of the levee a couple of times. Yes, but it is brought back by those genuine mm-hmm. moments. Yeah, uh, that you 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 know you just you can't fake those. Yeah, either 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 on the page and acted out well, uh, or they're not. Yeah, and if they aren't, that's a, just no, a big, big fucking romp through a South Austin antique store. The only thing that I will say is it felt like he put his ending a little bit early because the typical Wes Anderson ending shot Uh, was not what he ended it on. No. After the the wedding, which so fucking great, that was a Wes Anderson ending. Yeah. And the best moment from that, they're walking, when she takes his hand, pulls it up and kisses the back, like, Perfect. Okay, that's fucking great. But that slow motion shot of them mm. walking out, like, okay, so he's not going to end it on this. No. All right. And didn't at all. But he ended it with, I, I'm, I'm telling you, he was searching around looking for that, I need people to walk out of the theater or uh-huh. whatever feeling this. Yes. And there's no way to make that feeling uh-huh. happen except the ending the way he did. Yeah. And you walk out happy. It's yeah. like the end of Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. Like, ah. Okay. That was nice. Yes. Was it great? Was it changing the world? No. Was it better than the end of Rushmore or Royal Ten and Bombs no. or movies that I think are superior that he's done? No. no. It, but it was good. But it's good. And he more than likely, again, he shot three hours, I'm sure. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> the ending was probably very different. Yeah, there's a real-time like, version of this movie There out was there. probably like a, 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 a rushed need of now. Yeah. In it now. Down, just here. We got it. But we have it. No, no, no. No, no, no. In it now. I have to leave. Yeah. And then he gets on his antique scooter and disappears. Disappears into the night. Yep. Yeah. It, um, 
and what I told you when it came on, like I could just imagine him calling Roman Copeland, and they were like, "Hey, Roman, it's Jason. How you doing?" No, it's like Jason thinking Schwartzman. Hey, Roman, it's Wes. So, like, I have an idea. These kids uh, dancing on a beach to this uh, French song. It's it's like they're you know they're sort of wearing sixties type fashions, uh, but they're they're just dancing on a beach to this. What do you what do you think? They're about to fall in love. Okay, I think we do something with that. Yeah, let's All write right. a movie around this. Yeah, let's sit, have some coffee, have some coffee out of small cups. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe bring just your glasses a lot. Maybe bring some of your dad's wine, some of that awesome pancetta and onion sauce that he doesn't fucking make available anymore, but I know that you fuckers have. Mm. Bring some of your wine. <laughs> we'll be good. Make sure you bring your dad's wine. Doesn't even have to be the fancy stuff. Just bring the Coppola Rosa table wine. See, it went from Wes Anderson calling yeah. uh, Coppola to us. Yeah. Calling. <laughs> calling, calling. Bring alcohol, you little son of a bitch. Yeah. Your sci-fi movie didn't work out. Bring your case of your dad's wine. <laughs> and a case of bring this sauce. Bring wine. Yeah. For the record, Roman, I, I liked your sci-fi movie. <clears throat> I didn't see it. Was it, was it. was it CQ or something like that? Or? <sighs> yeah, some shit like that. Yeah. I didn't see it. I don't know. I need to Super stylized. Yeah, I imagine so. Imagine that. Is he going to be as good a director as his sister, though? Because his sister's first two movies, I haven't seen Marie Antoinette, but... I have. Virgin Suicides into uh, Lost in Translation. Well... That was a fucker of a one-two punch right there. I can't speak to the quality of direction of Marie Antoinette. Mm -hmm. I just didn't care about Marie Antoinette. Right. However, Uh Virgin Suicides and and, uh, Lost. Lost in Translation... Um... We all know how that worked out. Oh, yeah. It worked out just fine. Yep. So uh, I, I actually I wouldn't worry about her. I went into Virgin Suicides not thinking much because there was Fuck. some woman I knew saw it and she was like, yeah, it just wasn't very good. It just was missing this and that. And then <laughs> that woman is wrong. Yeah. I, I looked at it and I was <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't want to say that to her um, right. from when it came out. It was, it was it, But after. But after, it's like, uh, yeah. it was so goddamn good. Just absolutely incredible. Fucking crushed it. Um, Wes's brother pops up in this. Uh, I recognize his voice immediately. I was like, that's Christofferson. That's Christofferson from Mr. Fox. Oh, my <laughs> God. It really is a... Man, I, I just keep going back to it. It's such a solid fucking movie. It really is. And Wes is one of those few directors where I haven't loved everything he's made. No. Everything he's made has not been great. But I have liked... A lot more of his work than I have disliked. Yes, I have enjoyed immensely. Like not just liked his movies. I've had a more enjoyable time watching many of his movies than I have a lot of other filmmakers. Yeah, it's um, it's an odd comparison, but fairly apt. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because Mel Brooks made Dracula Dead and Loving It doesn't yeah. mean he did not make Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So, and yeah. history of the world, and all uh, these things that are part of my DNA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I would count Rushmore at least for yeah. my older DNA. I, I, those are quotes I use with people that are in the know. Oh yeah, well, we talk in Rushmore oh, very yeah. often. Well, and what's weird is unlock you, it. Yeah, unlock yeah, it. You look at his earlier work, and they're like, he is one of those directors that, like, when Rushmore came out, I was like, oh, there's no way he's going to make anything better than this. Yeah. Well. It's kind of like when Kevin Spacey, after The Usual Suspects, like, what's he working on next? Oh, he's going to be in a, an adaptation of this book. And I was like, oh, whatever. Playing a detective in the 50s called L.A. Confidential. Psh, not going to give a fuck about Who that. Who cares? <laughs> oh, I've never been that wrong in my life. Sure. Mm. 
And that's the beauty of what Wes does is it is whew, so fucking dead on. Yeah. So unique to what he does. So uh, I don't know, man. It, it's one of those, like we said, this movie tap danced right up to the line of being too cute. Oh, yeah. Looked oh, yes. us dead in the eye and was like, I'm going there. This is it. I'm going to annoy the that fuck. I'm going to dance with. Yes. Look into my. I like. Exactly. I'll fucking stop it. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. Like, no, I'll never stop. Never. Never. But doesn't. It's that shit. Eddie Izzard talks about how there is a wheel of fashion and there is ultra hip and groovy and looking like a dickhead. Yeah. And they are about a fucking inch away from each other. It's very true. And this is one of those movies that it, there is amazingly good, effective, memorable, and enjoyable. And then there's looking like a dickhead. Yeah. And they are a page apart in the book. They're the pages that are facing each other. Yes. But Wes got right to the end. And it's like, if I type another fucking letter, it's going to push this sentence yeah. over onto the next line. People are going to hate it. Stop it right there. Yeah. We're done. And so goddamn effective. Yes. Self-editing like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's obvious. Yeah. And I mean, the, it, and this, like I said, it was him just, I'm going to do everything I want to do in a movie. It's because mm-hmm. they're all, they're like you said, they're all these fucking things that came so close in all of his other movies. Yes. There's lateral movement. There's camera here. Sure. Over there. Then back. This nailed it. I mean, if you think about the scene of uh, outside of the wedding after, you know, we got a couple boys in the backyard and it and the camera travels through the group outside of the house yeah. where, you know, the dog's dead, but dad gets the new dog. I've been having a really rough year. I know. Yeah. They did that so many times, but instead of moving around, it literally was just left to right. Yes. Left to right. That was it. Executed beautifully. I like you, Wes. I like what you did. Yeah. There's yeah. there's hard... You, you can say that this may not be your cup of tea, uh-huh. but you can't say that this tea was done poorly. Exactly, yeah. You yeah. just can't. And it's then, just built just so. Exactly. This isn't Juno, where it's like all of you people are wrong. No, that's different. <laughs> yeah, you are wrong. This movie sucks. <laughs> this is one of those movies that you watch and you're like, I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, it get may just this. be a a wooden box. Yeah, but that's a really well made fucking wooden yeah. box. Yeah, it's and, and it's so ornate. Exactly. It's like and it's like he's like Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. It's like and I'm Wes, Wes, what, what's his holding? Thoughts. Oh, okay. Uh, of course. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but that's one. But it's still a good box. I worked really hard with it. I used dowels on there so that you could didn't have any screws right, in it. Right. I used. I, I. I did. I did. It is some like oil on it. Then yeah. I put like eight layers of lacquer so that it looks. It looks wet. All that, it does. That's what I was going for. It looks wet. Like that. Really. That. Damn. Yeah. Do you keep anything other than thoughts in it? I have one penny. It was a. a it was a penny that I found. Uh, for, <laughs> it's a funny story. First time I went to Paris. Um, I was uh, I, I, w- I was riding my my tuba bike down the street, and the tire went out on it, fell over. Looked down while I was sitting there, you know, trying to figure out how to patch the tire. There was this dime, so it was just right next to me there on, on the on the ground, and it's weird because it was from the year that I was born, <laughs> and uh, it just yes. sort of seemed like I needed to pick it up. And so yeah, that's the only thing I keep in there. <laughs> right, okay. exactly. Uh, sure, I'm thinking about making a necklace out of it, but. Eh. You know, yeah, I think it works better in the box. And Maybe you look I'll make at a it, necklace still, but I'll keep it in the box. You look at it in the box and you're like, 
God damn, he found the right place to put that thing in the box, didn't he? Yeah, yes. Shit, is that lacquered in place? No? Yeah. No, well, what I did was I, I put it there and I did, I, there, there's a divot in the lacquer that fits it perfectly. I wanted to be free, but uh, still. But still, but know that it had a place. <laughs> yes. It's free, but there, you know, yeah. if it ever gets tired of it, you know, let it, let it go. It has a place to come home to. If I lose it when I move the box, not thinking about it. Yeah. Hey. Say la vie, right? Yeah, there's and then, and there's always that little spot to remind me of it. We just described what Sanderson's filmmaking. I, I really did. I, I think I think we might have just if you can decode our metaphor there. Yeah, he he may kill us now. Yeah, yeah, we we they do know too much, no way too much. And to I the scooter, and I think to the scooter. Exactly. <laughs> and honestly. That seems like we have to end it there because it was too permanent distillation. We said all this shit about where to check us out before. Yes. Uh, check out Life Masters. In one week, we will be doing our mini masterthon. We save the date and fall in love with the Life Masters as we take a look at the world of dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I need to watch Darjeeling because it's one that I can't justify not having watched because there's two. There's one Wes Anderson movie that I didn't like and one that I was a little. Eh, on yeah. but other than that i genuinely like all of his other work never can tell maybe it's exactly. a coen brothers effect yeah <sighs> coen brothers frustrate me so much they're frustrating it's, it's one of those where it's like they're i have not genuinely liked one of their movies in a long long time yeah and i'm one of those i'm torn on no country for old men it's a good movie but it's not one that i'm like yes i would like to watch that right now I enjoy that film very much. Yeah. More than I guess a lot of, a lot of people do, but yeah. I know I know what you mean. Uh, and man, from there fucking serious man and Hail Caesar, it's just I haven't seen any of that shit. The fuck are you guys doing? That's one I did see. Guess burn after reading. That one that one I had to warm up to, but goddamn that was a good movie. Yeah, but if someone tells me they don't like it, like, wait, 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 wait. Let's watch it again. Watch it with me. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how I felt. And then we watched it together and I was like, oh. It's so fucking funny. That's enough with the foolishness. I'm a hobbyist. The Brad Pitt face coming out of the closet. Uh. <sighs> oh, man. You think that's a squid? <laughs> <laughs> Next week... We begin our fucking end run of six amazing classics with The Manchurian Candidate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.